You have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something. Your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. Stay hungry. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Welcome to E-Commerce All-Stars, brought to you by Nadimo.com, where we help e-commerce entrepreneurs accelerate growth through modern technology and innovative thinking. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining today's podcast with your host, Brandon Moscow, of course. And today I'm excited. I have Anton Crowley. Crowley? Crowley? You got it the um, first time, Crowley, yeah. <laughs> I did. All right. Awesome. Anyway, I have Anton on the line. He's with. Uh, he's the founder of Dropship Lifestyle. I kind of came across his name a few years ago, uh, and he is basically, to me, he's the god of dropshipping, so I'm really excited to have him on the show today. Thanks for joining us, Anton. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I think it'll be a good show. Um, I'd love it if you could give people a little bit better of a background about yourself, because I think you got an interesting little story there. Um, And then once uh, once you've done that, we'll hop right into it. Today, I want to talk about... um, you know, drop shipping of how to drop ship high end or high, I guess, high ticket items, mm-hmm. as well as um, how to stay competitive in drop shipping. Those are the big topics I want to cover today. And I know we've got, you know, obviously a limited amount of time to cover those, but mm-hmm. um, I love it if you can just give a bit of a background on yourself sure. for everyone and then we can sure. talk into that. Yeah, so, so like you said, um, my name is Anton Crayley. Most people know me from Dropship Lifestyle, which I started back in 2013. Um, and before that, I kind of got my start with e-commerce back in 2007. So definitely been around for a while doing this stuff. Uh, got out of college in 2006, tried to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, bought a delivery route from a bakery in Brooklyn, New York, started selling cookies from grocery store to grocery store. And uh, luckily for me back then, that's when the book, The 4-Hour Workweek came out. That was in uh, 2007. So at that time, I was, uh, I think I was still 21 years old, read the book, had this delivery route that I didn't want to do, had the idea of let me build an e-commerce store. So spent a weekend, made my first ever website that was called NewYorkCookieShop.com, started selling those cookies online, and within a few weeks just realized the power of e-commerce. So like you mentioned, um, you know, pretty early on after selling these boxes of cookies for 10, 20, 30 bucks, I realized that, you know what, if I could do this, why can't I sell something for $500 or $1,000 or $2,000? So I just quickly started working my way up to selling more expensive products and eventually learned about drop shipping and really haven't looked back since then. So about 2007, 2008, I've been doing high ticket drop shipping since then. Right on. Um, and so with regards to high ticket drop shipping, um, where do you start? What is your, what's your secret? Yeah, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a secret. It's just, it's not what most people think of, especially now in 2019, when people think of drop shipping. Um, if you asked, you know, people that are familiar with the term, what is drop shipping? They would most likely say, oh, it's going on AliExpress and finding stuff from China and then making a Facebook ad and listing it on Shopify and, you know, trying to make these viral ads. Um, what we do is not anything near that. The reason I call it dropship lifestyle so people could find us, but the, I guess the secret is 
what I really consider my companies and what my students consider their companies are more of internet retailers who use and work with suppliers who drop ship items. So um, right. the way that we approach it is like right now I'm at uh, my stand-up desk. So let's just say I wanted to build a store and sell stand-up desks. What I would do is go on Google and try to find every company that makes these things, that brands them, that make quality products. Then I would reach out directly to those companies and say, hey, this is Anton from AntonStandUpDesks.com. I would love to speak to someone about opening an account with your company. So we're not trying to private label anything. We're not trying to drop ship from China. We're just trying to find quality brands that already make great products. And we're trying to become one of their retailers. Yeah, I think that's an excellent way of how you explained it because I've had to explain it to a lot of people as well recently, uh, especially once I mentioned that you were going to be on the show. Um, and a lot of them are like, they all assume it's, well, just white label stuff from China. Mm -hmm. Well, no, that, that's an entirely different business model. Um, yes. And like you said, with the retail, I mean, you're, you're selling other people's products. Mm -hmm. But the nice thing is, is you're having them fulfill the orders. Is that the lame exactly? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like you know when you go to I don't know a Best Buy and you want to buy a TV. If you go there, you're not buying a Best Buy TV. You're buying a Sony or a Samsung. So same type of thing. You know, we set we don't make our own products, but we're a retailer. So our job is to get people to our website. Our job is to turn them into customers, and then our suppliers, these brands, are responsible for fulfilling the orders. So shipping it to the customer. Yeah, and I mean, I had, uh, I'm now I'm completely at blank, I had one of your coaches on our show. Yes, Jeffrey. Uh, yes, that's right, and he was talking a lot about that too, about how to, you know, what he goes through in trying to to, to pick the, the right drop shippers, and, and there's a lot of work involved there as well. Definitely, definitely. Um, it's, it's very research heavy what we do. It's not like, you know, trying to find one thing that just takes off. It's, it's most of what we do is the, like trying to find great products and doing a ton of market research because, you know, making sales is one thing, but making sales profitably is what we want. So yeah, a lot goes into research. Right. And that's the thing too. I mean, it's, it's not a fly by night business. Uh, it's, it's, you have to build the business and, and a lot of the work he mentioned too, it, and I believe this to be case is a lot of it's front loaded like you just said with the research and that sort of thing um, making sure that you're building the business correctly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean if you get the wrong supplier and they're not fulfilling an order um, that's going to only do nothing but hurt your business yeah, right, right. And the way it typically works is, let's just say, I'll just keep using the stand-up desk example. If I yeah. researched that industry and I found 20 brands, even if I got approved to sell for 20 brands, it's very likely that 80% of my sales are going to come from 20% of those companies. So it's really about trying to find what those winners are, who has the best quality product, um, who sells the one that people actually want, and then working to, to have a relationship with them. Interesting, interesting. That's the eighty twenty rule as yep. well. Definitely applies yeah. here. <laughs> I love that rule. Uh, it yep. applies to so many things, but uh, absolutely. So my question then here's another question that I get I get bombarded with, and and I often think about when I start you know looking into some different drop shipping opportunities that people are working on or what have you, um, and that's how to stay competitive. I mean, you've got. Mm -hmm. I guess I mean it's a loaded question because it could be it could be part of so many different pieces to mm -hmm. it. But I mean the the biggest thing is if you're selling other people's products um, and 
truth be told, my my theory on this, and you can shoot it down. I mean, you're the you're the guy who does drop shipping. Uh, you know it better than anybody. Um, but my theory is always make sure that they have a minimum selling price. Oh yeah. Um, but because otherwise, you'll have other drop shippers out there that are selling it for below cost just to try and win buy buttons and and try and win traffic to their site. And I'm not a big big proponent of that. It's more of let's build a business sell the product mm-hmm. at a fair price, make a profit and, and keep your customers happy. Yeah. And that's, how, that's, so, yeah, no, that's definitely a, a big part of it. So one of the okay. things in that research phase is finding suppliers who have those policies in place. They're known as map minimum, minimum advertised price. And right. yeah, like you mentioned, basically if I sold for company ABC and then you sold for company ABC, when we both got approved to sell for them, one of the things we would sign is that map agreement. So if they said the minimum price of this desk is a thousand dollars, then I'd probably list it at a thousand and so would you and so would the few other companies selling it. So that is a key right there as far as locking in profit. Um, the reason a lot of people fail with dropshipping is they'll go on Google and look for dropship suppliers and they'll find companies like Doba, these like, you know, worldwide brands. And a lot of those companies connect you basically with middlemen, like they're a distributor. So they don't have pricing controls and you could find a lot of the products for cheaper if you just go on eBay or Amazon. So having direct relationships with really good suppliers that enforce map policies, not just that have them, but that actually enforce them. Uh, those are the type of suppliers you want to work with. And then as far as you know, competing and kind of staying relevant, it's, it's crazy because there are stores that have been around for, you know, 10 years more online stores that now are hurting. And it's not because there's more people, I think, selling. It's because they're not staying on top of whatever industry they're in. So um, one of the biggest ways, I think, to, to get an edge over the competition is to look for all opportunity at product levels. So what I mean by that is, um, I'll just keep using desks. If I sold desks and I found that there were, let's say, 50 different brands that made desks that were $500 or more, and I said, okay, these 50 brands are my target, I not only would want to know who the top 20% of those brands were, so I got approved with them, I'd want to know out of all the probably 3,000 SKUs that I now have access to, what are the ones that have the least competition? And where I look for competition is on Google Shopping. So Google product listing ads, that's like our biggest source of traffic, our highest converting source of traffic. And when you go there on Google and you type in any product name, and what we do is type in the SKU numbers, it will show you right in the search results how many stores are selling it. So maybe I search for desk company, one, two, three, model, four, five, six and it shows me this item is being sold from 20 stores, then I'm not going to pay to advertise that. It's a waste of time. There's 20 other people selling it. But then if that company has two new desks that came out this year and it says they're being sold from two stores, I'm going to bid on that all day. Um, Same thing, you know, if there's other brands that maybe only are being sold from, usually I look for less than 10. Any less than 10 stores on Google product listing ads, that is where I am definitely uh, putting my money and trying to get approved. Right. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, now, I think you said stay relevant with your with your product listings. Yes. Now, I don't, so, can you? I know you've just kind of went over that. Can you just reiterate yep. some of those points? Because yep. um, I just want to make sure I'm clear on that. Sure. So, a lot of different kinds of let's say companies we work with 
every year or sometimes every quarter or every season, it depends what industry you're in, they are either going to maybe discontinue some of their products or they're going to you know, introduce new products. Or maybe last year they had a stand-up desk model one, two, three that was in walnut wood. And now they just came out with one that's in, I don't know, birch wood, right? Some, something different. So what right. a lot of companies do is almost get lazy and they have the products on their website and they're not looking to see what's new, what's trending. Um, they're not updating their product feeds. They're not updating their product pages. They're not making new ones. So a lot of opportunity comes when you're a first mover. So either whether it's you as the business owner or an assistant, um, someone on the, the team has to always be looking for those, those new opportunities so that they're not advertising products that maybe are dwindling in stock or that no one's searching any for, but so you have the newest thing first. That makes sense. I mean, in some cases being the first mover isn't always the, the best strategy, but in this case, it sounds like it's a, it's a definite winning strategy there. Um, oh yeah, de definitely. And th that's like, it's one thing that, you know, you're, you're always on top of, but then even beyond that, um, we typically every two weeks, we'll do a full audit of all of our ad accounts. Like we look at them daily, but every couple of weeks we'll look to see if there was just any drastic changes because, um, again, with this map policy, let's just say that there's five companies selling the same desk and everybody's selling it for a thousand because that's map. And let's just say on average, you sell, you know, two of them a week. And then all of a sudden a month goes by and you don't sell any. Well, why is that? It could be because one of the five competitors decided to make their price $900. And that's what everybody's seeing on Google shopping. And they're getting all the clicks and all the sales. So a lot of this, even when you're up and running is staying on top of the business to make sure that everybody really is adhering to the policies, um, to make sure no one's doing anything shady for back of a, a lack of a better term. But yeah. if you don't do things like that, you could have a business that maybe is growing or maybe that's steady and then all of a sudden declines because you're not staying on top of not just your own website and your own suppliers, but your competitors. So uh, another big thing we focus on is always identifying, depending on the size of the industry, usually our top three to five uh, competitors. And again, we audit their websites. We look to see if they're using anything special as bonus gifts. We look to see if they're doing any weird type of deep discounts or free expedited shipping or whatever it may be. But uh, staying on top of those people is uh, it's, it's very important because like you said, like when you're doing this, you will have competition. So yeah. you have to make sure you know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's one of the things I mean about drop shipping. People hear drop shipping and they think, oh, okay, all I have to do is get people to come to my site and then mm -hmm. yep. then I don't have to do anything further. Um, yeah. But it's not the case. I mean, there's so it's, it's a full fledged business. And oh, the yeah. Only the only real difference to me as far as like, it's just a specific business model. And that business model is that the order fulfillment is managed by the, by the supplier. Um, and so I think, I think it's an excellent model. I think people who get into it with that, that attitude that, Oh yeah, once I get the site up and running, I don't have to maintain it or do a lot of work with it. That's just a farce. Um, because mm -hmm. you do, you have to be on top of your competition, mm -hmm. like you said, um, and that's how you're going to stay competitive, really, is by knowing exactly what all your competitors are doing and by staying relevant, like you said. Yeah, um, and, and by one-upping them, really. I mean, if you see, yeah. you know, whatever they're doing, it, and it doesn't mean just wait for them to do something better than you. You should be the one doing things better first. So maybe yeah. you're the one that offers free expedited shipping and it costs you an extra 50 bucks, but you're getting all the sales. So, you know, you, you, it's a constant thing. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense too. 
um, the things that you can do to make your price a little bit more attractive um, mm -hmm. or or whatever maybe it's maybe it's not even price oriented there's there's so many different things you can do out there to to win the client over the customer over yeah and it's, it's funny speaking of that one of them is just answering the phone when people call I, I can't tell you how many sales we've got and like you mentioned people think they could build these stores and that's it they'll just make all this money so yeah. many people say i can't believe somebody answered okay like we'll take the yeah. order so yeah <laughs> or well here's part. here's my biggest thing when i go to a website an e-commerce mm -hmm. site the first thing I look for is, is there a phone number? Mm -hmm. And you can dig and dig and dig and find that there's no phone number on the website. Um, or, and that's, you know, in some cases, okay, fine. But in other cases, then there better be a chat or some means of getting a hold of that yep. of the store very quickly and in, in a timely manner. Otherwise, mm -hmm. uh, it's just to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And then I also do the same thing. I'm picking up the phone and I'm calling these stores. And yeah, it's amazing about how many times you get a voicemail or, mm -hmm. or you don't get a hold of anybody. Um, and that was actually one of the the clinchers to getting Jeff on the show. Actually, was was that he answered his phone. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> I, just, I was like, oh, holy crap, man! Yeah. <laughs> he actually answered the phone, and he's like, yeah, of course, you know. But that was just one of those things, right? And and it just adds that level of human touch mm -hmm. that is is often very very distant in e-commerce in many cases which which is unfortunate but the winning companies i feel in many cases have that human touch definitely at least the ones that are around for the long term they do if you're going to last yeah well exactly awesome well i really appreciate all the information you've given us in such a well and succinct manner <laughs> but <laughs> what else could i expect from from the best in the business so um i do have one parting question well two one is how can people get a hold of you and then lastly i'd love to end it on any final words of wisdom i mean obviously you've given us a huge bunch of wisdom mm -hmm. bombs i like to call them but yep. but i mean there's always one one point i believe that somebody can can always make at the very end so yes so um yeah to find anything that we're up to just drop ship lifestyle.com do a weekly blog post a weekly video there so um that's where that everything is linked off of and um as far as like i guess a parting thing that anybody could take away. Um, you know, I, we, we kind of talked about it, but I think it's so important. Um, if you're really going to do this, if you're really going to build a business, then don't start unless you are going to see it through and make it work. Um, it, it really is. It sounds easy. And honestly, the concepts are simple, but it's real work. And if you're not willing to put in real work, at least up front to get things going, it's just going to be a waste of time. So make the commitment if you want to do it and then get results. You'll, you'll make it happen. Awesome. Very, very good words of wisdom. Thank you for that, Anton. And thanks for your time on the show today. It's been a great pleasure. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. You have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something. Your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. Stay hungry. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Welcome to E-Commerce All-Stars, brought to you by Nadimo.com, where we help e-commerce entrepreneurs accelerate growth through modern technology and innovative thinking.